The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith, and one of us doesn't actually have a faith. And that's wonderful. We all love one another, and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> you are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Holiday edition. Holla. Well, welcome back to the Burrows of Berea. I am Sarita the Edge Edgerton. Mm. And to my left is <laughs> behind the glass is uh, Andy Rocketman Bishop. And across from me is Ralph, straight out of Compton Hicks. Represent. And it's a Holly Day edition, so we Yay! have Holly here with us. Hello. Sweet Holly. We're actually going to talk about Holly today. Oh, good. Yeah, you're not going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> and next to her is her adoring husband, Rick the OG Welch. Christmas. Without Holly. <laughs> See? I adore her that much. <laughs> and next to him is Billy I Candy Kimsey. Like putting caramel in a Reese cup, the best O you'll ever have. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking and of that. Now we have explicit content. Bam. He brought us the Reese's Caramel Big Cups. Does everybody want to try them? I was them? going with the original. What were you yeah. thinking about? The the O is for Let's original. Try the big O. Yeah, yeah. The original. original. What are you thinking about? I, I don't know. I hear dirty yeah. donkey. He got us those. What are they? Caramel big cups. The yeah, Billy caramel big cups. Yeah. Is it caramel or caramel? <sighs> I like Depends caramel. On where you're from. I don't know, but it's good. Caramel. <laughs> <laughs> so caramel Car- big cup. That is a really it's, big. It's, Reese's cup, bro. The big oh, bud. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. It's the chamomile. I believe yeah. Christmas has come yeah. early. Oh my god. It might be the shapes. That is good. That's I, I love think I might agree with yeah. you, Billy. Mm-hmm. Greg wants it. <laughs> yeah. This this might be the best. Yeah. Wow. It's oh my sweet. word. Thanks, it's Billy. Sweet. I don't know That's if I can eat both of them so right rich. now. Yeah. I should have brought some milk, right? Mm-hmm. Dang it. Oh yeah, that would have been good. Yeah, that, yeah. That some what? Milk. Milk. Mm-hmm. milk. Yeah. Milk and Reese's. Mm, mm, these are delicious. Yeah. So anyway. And next to Billy, with his mouth full of Reese's cup, <laughs> is re- got my mouth full of Reese's cups. <laughs> is I don't even know what to call you, Rick, the Big Daddy, Kata. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. I'm about to put it down. I can't do yeah. it. Okay, I love these. Ho- we always get kind of crazy holiday editions. But um, so over the past couple of years, I've been seeing more and more of different kind of crazy things from people that I know on Facebook. Uh, the flatter thing, the we never went to the moon thing, the we shouldn't celebrate Christmas because it's a pagan holiday thing. And so I wanted to, to bring that into the room today, and uh, let's discuss what we think about it. And I had done some research, but then this morning I got a, I got a text from Rick about something different, so I was doing some other research, and in that research I found some information about Christmas and holidays. And so I thought I would start with that, and then we'll get into what I had written. Go ahead. She's going to hear the second. I can, I can oh, even yeah. the first one. And another one. <laughs> and another one. So I did find out today that up until the, the, the- DJ Khalid? That, who the one that said that? Sorry. DJ Khalid. 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 Yeah. Sorry. Because there's a Khalid and, and a Khalid. And another one. <laughs> and I don't know if they have a Christmas album out, so we might just be hawking in for nothing. But yeah. anyway, so uh, as I was doing research for some other topic, I did find out that until- Emperor Constantine, which was about 250-something to 330-something when he reigned, the majority of Christians in the known world celebrated the Jewish festivals and feasts. They went to synagogue. They studied the Tanakh or the, I always say it wrong, Targum. Um 
and because they probably didn't have a lot of the stuff written down just yet. It was coming out as oral traditions, etc. Meaning but, the New Testament, you mean? Yes. Yeah. It, so it was, some of the letters were floating around, but they hadn't been they put hadn't together in a yet. book. It wasn't guaranteed that the Corinthians saw the letters to the Galatians, hmm. or the Galatians saw the letters to Romans, or Philippians, or whatever. Um, so Constantine, when he saw his vision of the soldiers with the cross on their uh, chest and the, and the, the shield with the cross on it, and he became a Christian, um, and I'm, I would use air quotes if people could see me, but I'm not sure where he fell, and that's between him and God, but he... I think historically his mother was Christian. Yes, and then, but he said he had a dream. He, he had that vision, mm-hmm, yeah. That vision. I just know historically he was raised, his mother was a Christian. I just I just know that whenever I hear Constantine, I still just think of like a sort of youngish Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, and, and, and I know that's obviously not what we're talking about, but that is the picture that Same happens here. when the word yep. comes up. Yep. Razor wire. Same here. Yeah. That's Concertina. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, I just had to eat the rest of that. It was so good. Um, thank you, Billy. That was really that was, yeah, yeah, thank It reminded me of when I was you know, I was poor as a child, so we had white bread, peanut butter, and syrup sandwiches. And that's what it tasted like to me. Really? Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Took me back to my poverty. Thanks, man. <laughs> so no Constantine actually started out by making the Passover that Christians and Jews in the world still celebrated when he was ruling he made it into Easter, what we would call Easter, and then began to forbid them to celebrate the Jewish feasts and festivals anymore. And so that's kind of how we've gotten our Christmas Christian or Christian holiday traditions, if you will, Easter. Um, Christmas came about through di- through certain things. Um, I did find that pretty fascinating. If you were a first or up to first, second, up to mid, third, whatever, century, century, century. Christian, you were celebrating the Feast of Booths and the Passover and things like that. Mm-hmm. The, the, wait. Booths. Booths. Okay. Booths. Not, not boobs. boobs. <laughs> no, I was thinking, that's what Andy celebrates. Andy was like, what? The Feast I am of down booms. with that Jewish holiday, bro. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm religious. <laughs> uh, Andy has it's converted. It's amazing what boobs can do, isn't it? <laughs> So, um, they will man, make it I am tonight. <laughs> so, since it's Christmas, we're going to talk about Christmas. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So, we all know that Christmas isn't actually celebrated at when scholars think Jesus was actually born. Hmm. And people much smarter than I am have. When, when do you have the date on that? Because I'm pretty sure I've read this before, but I forget it. Mid September. Around September. September 11th. Yeah, we actually September we 11th. actually pinpointed it down to September 11th. Okay, cool. We yeah. solved it all. Yeah, there was a lot of work, but you can actually. You the can scholar do it. Rick Carter said September 11th. So that's mm-hmm. what we're going with. He said it after I said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, I don't know. No, it's all good. So we all obviously don't se- celebrate Christmas on September 11th. It's too hot. <laughs> well, no. that it's and November, and you know, of course, it's too 9/11. Hot. I mean, yeah, you know, it's true. We don't think about Christmas but, on that day. No, for sure. Um, so let's discuss this origin. So first off, what's your favorite decoration that you have in your house? Do you have one? Do you collect something? Do you collect certain things? Does anybody? Do you yeah. decorate? Does everybody does in here decorate for Christmas? Or oh, yeah. Sometimes. We do. Do you have your decorations up currently? Uh, no. Because we're filming this before Christmas. When we come back those. from Thanksgiving, we'll put them up. Yeah, the neighbors are already started, so I'm thinking about my eight-foot gingerbread man. He might come out of the Oh, that's garage. cool. Yeah. Oh, that's I want to see I've got a very cool. You can bring your gingerbread man out of the closet, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got a very <laughs> cool wooden snowman that Billy oh, Kimsey yeah. made me last oh, year. With oh, that's right. I remember that. Yep. Asphalt, the asphalt, yeah. Asphalt. Yep. As of asphalt. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but uh, Holly Holly decorates, she always decorates her tree. And I one of my favorite things that she decorates with are, are those little like personal ornaments, you know? Oh, yeah. So like, like when we got married, you mm-hmm. know, and or when we were at the, on our honeymoon, we got that one from Santa Bell. That's all about I like, is it's it? It's all personal, personal. Yeah. No, they're getting kind of old, but they're personal. Yeah. Do you decorate for Christmas at your house? Sometimes. Yeah. 
Sometimes. Yeah, on Facebook last year, there was just like a giant tree in his living room. It was like super bright <laughs> yes. next to his big screen TV. Well, the, yeah, the new one I got now is uh, it's um, it's Wi-Fi enabled. <laughs> so, so you can actually, it's one of those trees that you could actually leave up all year long because you can actually do it for like 4th of July, Halloween. It'll oh. do Halloween stuff. It You can set it. It's so many different downloads. Have your Valentine's Day tree. Yes, it'll, it'll do hearts. It'll... Yeah, it's really Feast crazy. Of boobs. Yeah. Yes. Of boobs. How much how much was that thing? Those things are expensive. Those pre-lit like artificial trees. Some of those things are like outrageously expensive. Yes. <sighs> that one Did you get it from Circle K? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's got a big polar pop on top. <laughs> uh, no, I got it from uh, I think Home Depot. Yeah, but it's they. Mo- there's a lot more out now. Mm-hmm. Mine was uh, I think kind of one of the, the first early, gens. early yeah. adopters. So it's actually pretty neat. Yeah, I, what I like when I see other people do, I love it when people have the uh, the eight nine foot whatever it is uh, Home Depot <laughs> skeleton or wherever it comes from with a Santa hat on. Yeah, and then they decorate, <laughs> then they dress the skeleton up yeah. like Christmas. I love that. That's my like neighbors my have them like crawling thing. up their house and they'll all have Santa hats on That's awesome. and elf yeah. shoes. Love yeah. that crap. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I collect um, nativities. I love nativities mm. and snowmen because I can leave those up until the first day of spring. And then I have a small collection of Santa Clauses like from different uh, – what do you call those countries? Kind of countries, but they they all have a different look to them. So they're not all the Coca Cola Santa, right? Right. Uh, who has made it possible, but or made it popular? But so, but a lot of my friends say that when you celebrate Christmas, you're celebrating a pagan holiday. And what do y'all think about that? Oh, I don't think so. I mean, I think I know where I know where that idea it, comes it, from. It comes sure. from a pagan holiday, mm-hmm. but we're not we're not celebrating that. We're celebrating Jesus Christ. So let's talk about some of the most famous symbols. We'll start with maybe one that we don't know so much here in the South, because I don't know if I've ever seen any growing. But mistletoe, the most hallmarky of all the hallmark symbols, is the mistletoe. So that actually stands for Frigga, the Norse goddess of lust and love. (laughs) Is that where we got our word? If you kiss... (laughs) Frigg? If you kissed under the mistletoe, (laughs) (laughs) you were worshiping the goddess of lust and love. Mm. Is that the one little pops out? (laughs) Are you worshiping it if you don't? If you didn't know about Frigga, was I safe to use mistletoe until you taught me about Frigga? And now I can't. Now you friggin' can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what, babe? We're going to get some friggin' mistletoe. Okay, so that that's that's you know whatever do you do you boo, um, December twenty first. Okay, so that is actually the feast of Saturnalia, which mm-hmm. was a pagan Roman festival, uh, or winter solstice, depending on where you were. You threw feasts, you did gift exchanges, and it was in the northern hemisphere only. Winter solstice, by the way, was only celebrated in the northern hemisphere. I don't know how people know that, but they do. Well, so. that's because it's a flat Earth. <laughs> the so dome. There is no north. The dome, yeah. There's, no, there's nothing underneath the north. Yes. None of it. So, well, the pillars. The I pillars mean, are there. I mean, to this to this day, we still decorate, no matter where you are, if you celebrate Christmas, you, you decorate with pine trees and you think about a Santa with a sleigh and snow. It's just, it's kind of a... And that's like, thanks to Coca-Cola. Well, that, San, that Santa is, mm-hmm. but... Uh, it comes from I, I don't know why that is, but yeah, it's like uh, those yeah. solstice festivals. Maybe that's who needed it the most. You know, okay. the nights are cold and long. Oh man! So Anything actually, to break that, up that doldrum. That you know? brings up that brings in the evergreen, the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. the wreaths, that kind of thing. And those were actually used by people to ward off evil spirits, and mm-hmm. it symbolized everlasting life. Is that like the wreath catchers? No, or like dream catchers. Or dream, dream catchers. catchers. <laughs> <laughs> the wreath catchers. Uh, that's what the Indians use on their TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the wreath um, catchers. Yeah. So <laughs> they would actually bring them into I their am homes. So smart. <laughs> no, I see, I know exactly where you're at. You're so I'm you're a, so sucked I'm an into idiot. Christmas. I'm an idiot. You're not an idiot. Oh god. <laughs> that was good. 
I got lost. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got lost? Or I quit paying Rick, attention. It's my <laughs> shit. Is that like or I just moved on with my life. He was trying to say dream, dream catchers. catchers. Gotcha. Was, no, different thing. Yeah. Wreath catchers is a Christmas holiday by the Navajo. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but Christmas trees, Till the white evergreens, <laughs> decorating your house with evergreens in winter was actually done before You know, it became part, sort of a Christmas symbol. And it symbolized everlasting life. You brought it into your house in the darkness of winter because there was no electricity. And you, you know, you, it was to ward off these evil spirits that would come in the night to steal your soul. Hmm. So that's, um, and the smell. I mean, that's People, why I put up a tree. And think about how good it smells. And if you don't take baths very often, it kind of covers that smell. Yeah, that's true. So thank God for Christmas tree scented. Candles, but Julie handles that for the hippies. Thank God for Bath and Body Works. (laughs) And the Druids thought it was a symbol of everlasting life. Mm. Those those are just old old ancient hippies. Yeah, exactly. Modern day Germany, 16th century, actually made that Christmas tree. They brought it into the house, and Martin Luther was actually the the legend is that he was the first to put candles on it and lit them. Hmm. So. I don't know if that's and true. I wasn't there. The origin of all house fires. There you go. <laughs> I, that's a real thing. They'd put candles in pine trees, which is people still do it. Insane. Yeah, especially They're so flammable. <laughs> especially <laughs> if you've had them in there for a few a few like weeks. Gasoline, man. Have you ever just thrown an old Christmas tree? It's on a my fire? favorite thing to do I afterwards. Is to burn them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like a 13, 17 foot it's flame. Like Dante's it's Inferno. Yeah. Don't do it now. No. Clark Griswold learned yeah, all yeah. about no, that. Really right sure, sure did. <laughs> yeah. So the first recorded Christmas tree in America was in 1830 in Pennsylvania. The Germans brought them there. Hmm. Um, the Puritans, however, did not like them. Well, they've they, they've, they've historically not liked a whole bunch of stuff. To yeah. be fair, They're, to be fair, yes, they actually banned. The Feast of Boobs. <laughs> yes. And they would probably still, most places would still ban the Feast of Boobs. Um, That's because men started having them. <laughs> what is a man? Oh. Yeah. Um, they considered it pagan to, to do that. And a lot of people get the, and I don't remember the verse that they use. Um, Jeremiah, who, get your Bible out. Anybody want to get your Bible out? Sure, I got Jeremiah it. chapter 10, verses 1 through 5. This is where we People, not we, I don't believe this, but people get why we shouldn't decorate Christmas trees. They use this one verse out of con- or these one set of verses out of context. So when you get there, Rick, go ahead. Okay. So Jeremiah chapter 10, verse what? One through five. Okay. Do you want to read it, hon? Oh, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. Go ahead. It is a holly edition. It is. What did you say, verse one through what? Five. Five. Um, Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, Learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. For the heathen are dismayed at them, for the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. Okay, so you, yeah. it kind of sounds like a Christmas tree. But what, what Jeremiah leaves out there is that the person who cut down the Christmas tree then took it to Billy Kimsey, who made it into an idol mm-hmm. that then they decorated with silver and gold. They brought into their house, they set it up right, and they worshipped it. So uh, when they say it can't do, they can't do evil or good, are they talking about the tree or the correct, people that— Correct, the, the idol that's made out of the oh, tree. Okay, okay. So it doesn't—it says they fashion it or they hit with, it with hammers and whatever, but— they have made it into an idol that they then adorn with silver and gold. And they, but, but, but people don't want to do their own research, research what these verses mean. Mm-hmm. And so they take it out of context. You shouldn't have a tree in your house that you decorate with silver and gold. Silver and gold. I, I mean, wonder if uh, when Peanuts, and remember when they went looking for a tree? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they found the trees of metal? Yes. The aluminum trees? Yes. They found the Those metal trees. Those are fashionable trees. again. Are they? Mm-hmm. 
Man. Well, I mean, he, the author of Peanuts was, and I'm trying to think of his name. Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz. Um, I wonder if that was sort of the reason why he put the aluminum trees in. Cause, like that was bad, but then go get this little. Yes. Yeah. It, it might have just been at the time the commercial when they thing? were kind of fashionable. Well, yeah, I mean, he was. It symbolized the commercialization. Well, I mean, he was. Oh, it yeah. did. I think he, he was Christian, so. And he was, yeah, and he was definitely looking at commercialization because that's what Charlie Brown was so unhappy about, mm-hmm. yeah. is that it, that Christmas had been over commercialized. So back to our Puritan friends, they would actually fine you if you decorated for Christmas. Really? Yes, they would fine you. But Queen Victoria got married. And she was put on the front page of whatever publication it was, standing in front of a Christmas tree, and it Mm. became fashionable. And in the 1890s, they added ornaments. So the Europeans did four-foot trees, but in the U.S., they were floor-to-ceiling because we got to do everything bigger and better over here in America. In Texas. America. Everything's bigger in Texas. That's right. It just does, ladies. (laughs) So I have always taught my children that trees symbolize everlasting life. And I didn't realize that the Druids also thought that. Um, but so when we talk about. Unless the, the symbol- dog keeps licking the water out of the bowl underneath the tree. That's true. It's going to dry out the tree. Um, Clark Griswold. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I love that you knew that I was quoting <laughs> it. Um, gifts. All right, let's talk about gifts. Traditionally, they gave gifts to their gods of choice that they would. Saturn, I guess, was his name because it was Saturnalia. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would give gifts, and it's traditionally done to honor those gods and to honor the dead. Now, if you live in Hispanic countries, mainly Mexico, on uh, November 1st, you do Day of the Dead, hmm. where you actually go give gifts to your dead loved ones. If you've ever seen Coco, the Disney movie. Is it De los Muertos? It, uh, oh. Dia de los Muertos. De los- Mm. Yes, and so did better than that. Did better there than I did the Dreamcatchers. There you go. You got it. Um, <laughs> Just so you know, I've, we've got a new Burroughs shirt about with wreath catchers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so can mine have the little chicken in his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> the legend is that, of course, Saint Nicholas yeah. went about um, on winter solstice that the night of, and would put gifts in the little poor kids poor children's shoes, Mm -hmm. and they're typically fruits or nuts or whatever. And that's how the legend of Santa Claus Saint Nick came about. Mm -hmm. and It was his tradition. And so then the giving of gifts has, as Christians, we symbolize that as the gifts that the wise men, the three gifts that the wise men would have given to Jesus in the story of Luke. You know, the three Jesus wise men. only wishes he got a Nintendo. He surely does. <laughs> By the way, did you it's know? It's not three wise men. I said the three gifts, not three right. wise men. But did you know that the, when the first one came in, he says, to you, I present gold. And then when the second one came in, he said, to you, I present frankincense. And then the second one said, wait, there's myrrh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a Christmas joke. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, the Gong Show hooks on its way. <laughs> thanks, thanks for redeeming me, pal. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Well, see, up until the early 1800s in America, the gifts were actually given on New Year's Day, hmm. not Christmas. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. To learn about a little bit Christmas history while we're talking Cute. about being pagans. Yeah. So, and but my thought here is, if you don't believe in giving gifts because it's honoring gods and whatever, then you should never ever give a gift for any reason. No birthday gifts, no Valentine's Day gifts, no Mother's Day gifts. Don't give gifts. Period. Mm-hmm. So, right, that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Valentine's no Valentine's gifts. Well, really? that would be a Jehovah's Witness, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's uh, not Puritan. That's Puritan. <laughs> All right, Christmas Just carols. I love Christmas carols. I love Christmas music. I do too. I love. I, I love, love the it. Christmas That's story. The spirit more than anything is the Christmas music. So, do you know how it started? I don't want a lot for no. <laughs> that's how that one how, starts. Yeah, that's how that one starts. I do know that one. That's a good one. Do you know how Christmas caroling started? Mm, I don't think so. All right. So, it started out as something called wassailing. Here we come, oh, wassailing. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> with walruses. workers who worked on people's, the Lord's land or whatever, they would go 
in the winter solstice months, and they would get drunk, and they would go <laughs> to the Lord's house, and they would knock on the Lord's door and beg him for food. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a musical begging. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, it, laced and with, sometimes he would do it, and sometimes he wouldn't. Laced with polite threats that they weren't going to leave or stop singing until you gave. Uh, Thus, so we wish you a Merry retreat. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now give yes, us some figgy yeah. pudding. Now yep. give us some figgy pudding. Now give us some figgy pudding and give it right here. And, and we won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it right here. Yeah. So it wasn't give us some friggin' pudding? <laughs> give us some friggin' pudding. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? Depends on how much they drink. <laughs> so, and usually the Lord would open the door and throw out food and drink food. Yeah, we're not talking about the Lord like God. but I don't mean the, Lord yeah, Jesus, the Lord, the Lord of the man. Yeah. Yes. yeah, because yeah, yeah. he wanted them to go away. <laughs> so this, yeah. this would be the way they got their Christmas bonus. Ah, very yeah. good. So yeah, Billy, just, if you've got employees, Rick, you got employees, just just throw make them out. make they, them drunk and beg you. First. Hey, yeah. here's yeah. some friggin' yeah. pudding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Saint Francis of Assisi. Yeah, well, there you know, go. Know old Saint Francis. Oh yeah. He decided to it. make caroling and parades and nativity scenes something that was. Done as tradition. He's the one that started those traditions really, to get people excited about Jesus' birth. Yeah. What were Never you going And why would he do nativities? Because he had animals, right? Yeah, he was, he was Mr. the animal guy. He was Mr. Animal. Are we getting to Charles Dickens? Yeah, we're, we're getting close. Okay, okay. I just thought it was interesting that you see so many animals, and maybe that's the reason why in the nativity, because of he Francis started, of Assisi. Yes, he started those traditions. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. And they would do parades with the little children dressed up, and the animals, and the Mary. I mean, it, it's really kind of cool how he did it. He wanted people to get excited about Jesus' birth. I'm like, weren't they excited before? I guess not. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't have anything else to do. Um, so he then he decided, okay— I'm going to let my congregation, my people, sing the songs they want to sing in their own language, not in Latin, because that's what the church required. Mm. And that really took us. So they, so they took these drinking songs from wassailing and made them into Christianized Christmas songs. Mm. And off they went, usually with a choreographed dance. So next time he sings Christmas carols to I you. start dancing. He needs to dance. He has yeah. to have a choreographed dance to go with oh, it. You know what? Uh, out of curiosity, now we call it wassailing, but isn't there a drink called wassail? Yes, and it usually has alcohol in it. Okay, so I will drink wassail and do the dancing. Otherwise, you're not getting a single move <laughs> out of me, and I don't drink. So, <laughs> And this is how the songs actually became part of oral tradition that they would sing and they would pass down the message of Christmas and Christ through these oral traditions mm. because most people could not read. But they, but think about how much you learn by singing. Oh, yeah. I mean, most of us can think of some 1980s, 1970s song and probably know it by memory. It uses a completely different center of your brain yeah. than regular speech does, too. There's cases, more than one, uh, where people that have no ability to speak anymore, mm -hmm. they can sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're just like, they have a problem. And, and they the things no that they use speak. for Alzheimer's, yeah. they use music for Alzheimer's and dementia and how it, it, it affects their brain. And it just, yes, yeah, a different, it livens it's a whole different up. portion of the brain than the brain that kind of gets beat Withered. up first. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And then we get to Billy, um, Andy just mentioned it. Charles Dickens, a Christmas carol. So go to industrialize. Oh, humbug. Dreary, snow-covered, rainy London. Also, mm -hmm. the way I was told is Christmas was – that book was written with the intention of revitalizing the celebration of Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just it was they, kind they, of out of, out of favor. Well, they, they worked so hard, and they had come out of favor. You're right. And um, most people just worked through Christmas. Talk about a marketing strategy. And he yeah. has – he made it into – you know, if you don't change your path and, and celebrate these things and show some joy, you're headed for an early grave. Yeah, at least mm -hmm. I don't know about how you know, much it was true in Europe at large, but in England, it's like almost nobody at that point yes. celebrated Christmas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then with between him and Queen Victoria, they just totally revitalized the whole 
message of Christmas. Have, have any of you ever actually read the story? We read it every Christmas. Yeah, I've read it. We you read have, it out loud. Have? We read it out loud every Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I love to. Well, I don't read it out loud, but I do love. I have a, a large that large green book, and I like to get it out and I read it every year. I went through I a phase it. where I was like, I should read the classics, and you know, that's yeah. a good Charles classic Dickens to read. Is, you know, Charles Dickens is a couple of, them. and it's actually more like the the newer one that came out. Though I love the um, George C. Scott. Yeah, I like version. That that's my mm-hmm. favorite. And if you, but if you combine the one from 1935 and the more modern one, they're actually the the closest to being accurate. I kind of oh, okay. I kind of like the Bill Murray version, but hey, to Scrooge. Oh, yeah, I tried to watch that with my kids, and I didn't realize I had forgotten. Dude, no. the 80s were a different time. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Speaking they, of feast of they, boobs. Yeah, that's absolutely true, right there. Woo. Speaking of books, I'd, I'd recommend to the readers they sell books that have um, a small digital recorder in them, to where you can read the classics. For like your grandchildren or your kids, and then as time goes on, that book can kind of get passed down with your voice to read it as oh, you open wow. the book. That's precious. Yeah, yeah. My, so you can record it, so my, they can hear you. So your great or great great grandchildren could hear my their daughter's great, great. Uh, grandmother recorded one of the Christmas books in that same type of thing, and when you open the pages, it reads. That's cool. That is cool. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah, but it's like a weird combination of old, quaint, and new. Yes. If I if I think about it, I will try to put it up. If you guys go to our homepage, I'll try to have like a link to where you can go find that kind of book so you can buy one and try it. I think that's precious. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, leaving the precious and going to the next one is Holly. Oh. Yay. So my favorite the first, Christmas decoration. <laughs> <laughs> the first site I was on was a Christian site and it said the things that Holly stood for, we can't even mention on her page because it's so <laughs> vulgar. Yeah, oh. it's basically it symbolized <laughs> it symbolized the Holly King, and it was his twigs and berries. Oh, so, oh nice! Oh, yay! So when you put Holly up in your house, sorry, <laughs> it symbolizes virility. And that and he used it. So as I'm a, talking about. <laughs> and he used it as a decoration That's on himself <laughs> as he fought the oak king. Hey, it's oh. cold in here. Yes. It's cold in here. <laughs> you want a blanket? Yeah, yeah, it's at Christmas. No, he was joking. <laughs> he was talking about something no, else. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So we Christianize it mm-hmm. and make the red berry symbolize the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. See, now we make it something sweet, Holly. Thank you. And we take the sharp points, and that symbolizes the crown of thorns. Yeah. Oh. So, okay. It is prickly. Wow. It is prickly. Twigs and berries, eh? It's just twigs and berries. Twigs and berries. I have a holly tree in the front yard that's like 14 feet tall. I know. Have you ever seen another holly tree that I, big? I've only um, – Yes, so at a house big. I showed a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, there was they one had like two on big. either side. I went, oh, my word. It's so big. I have to like it, – it was like – planted about six feet, seven feet from the driveway and so wide that I I have to like cut a shelf <laughs> in it. I wish I wish people could see it. It's yeah. just silly. It is <laughs> like, like a, a really big holly tree though. With like an overhang because it's so wide it like is squared out so yeah. cars can drive through. It's funny. Well, it's well, like the what do you get the sequoia or you drive you can Well drive Andy's address mm-hmm. if you want to see yeah, that tree yeah, is yeah. one, two, three. It's an important holly, holly tree. <laughs> it's an important holly tree. We all need to see it. Yes. Mine is right off the top of the ground. Mm-hmm. Mine are all <laughs> cut back Sorry, too. Sorry, Holly. Sorry, yeah. Holly. Oh, I don't like holly bushes. Yeah, holly trees. Whatever they're prickly. They're called. They are prickly. They are prickly. Well, they I'm do stay green you. year round, though. Yeah, they're evergreen. And they get those nice berries. Yes. Got the twigs and berries. But um, so there are other symbols that we could talk about. The candy cane, which has the um, tradition that it was put together by a priest to keep the children in his congregation quiet during the Christmas season and the mm-hmm. white is the sanctification and the red is the blood and it's in the shape of a shepherd's staff or it's in the shape of a J if you turn it the other yep, way around. I've seen that. So that's another tradition. Um, Someone handed out candy canes at Halloween. That was pretty funny. I think yeah. that's great. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I, I dressed great. up as Santa Claus at Halloween one year and I walked in uh, down, oh, down Hendersonville. 
and had little kids running from all over the place telling, <laughs> asking me for things that I could give them for Christmas. That's and great. And their parents would like come up and say, tell them that they have to behave if they want to get really good Christmas presents. And I'd be like, are you misbehaving, little boy? <laughs> and then I had some other Did people. Did he say, that like, no, I'm Mr. Behaving? Yeah. <laughs> there was a this one kid, he was dressed like Jason, you know, from Friday the 13th. And he came up and he's like, bro, you are totally ruining my mood yeah. right now. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, look, man, I'm on vacation. All right. Chill. Yeah. I got a busy season yeah. coming up. I gotta go. My yeah, I got Sally and Jack in my front yard. Yes, you should have had a knot coming out your neck or your gut <laughs> or something. Halloween it up. Just yeah, a just a little yeah. bit. So, listen to all of our listeners out there. If you believe that Christmas is pagan, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. The way my family celebrates it. We it's fo- not on you in a bad way. It's no. just the way you believe, and yes, we're okay you, with that. Yeah, you keep believing that, and that's fine. But the way my family believes it, and the symbolisms, we are not worshiping any other gods no. by having a Christmas tree in our house or giving gifts to people. Um, but it does focus us on there's something about the magic of the season. There's something about the bringing the light into the darkness yeah. that is winter. Uh, you know— when Martin Luther, if, if he did indeed put the candles on the tree, for, you know, for the first time, if it was actually him, imagine how that lit up your house and how and how novel that would have been to have that much light because you maybe only had a couple of candles, you mm-hmm. know, around. But here we are. We <laughs> we have all the electricity we want, but at Christmas time, how often do we just turn off all the lights except for? the decorations, the Christmas tree, you know, I have lights on my mantle and just sit there in the calm and the peace that is for uh, for me, Christmas. It, the, it, it, you know, it was the second most important event <laughs> in history, if you ask my opinion, uh, Jesus coming. Without it, the first most important event would not have happened. So, you know, I love Christmas. It is my favorite holiday. Mine too. I just love. I do too. I just hate how we ruin it more and more every year by bringing Christmas out before Thanksgiving, and and it's just stretched out to the point where it almost doesn't, you know, it's almost lost a lot of its meaning because it's for so long that it's you know it's like okay it can be over now. They're putting it's not even Christmas. They yet. put the stuff out with the Halloween stuff this year. Oh yeah, it's, a lot it's, of places. It's, when they took down on Halloween, yeah. they put up. Instead of putting up Thanksgiving like we used to, now they no. Have I mean, they up. literally put them up at the same time this year oh, in a lot of yeah. stores. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they put the Halloween Lowe's, stuff up at the they, same time. They put the Christmas. They stuff all up. the Halloween out in the major section and the seasonal section, and then one row over in the in the racking on the back side, it was all Christmas. Yeah, they had it out already. Put it out mm-hmm. with the we Halloween used have, stuff. We used to have parties. So the day after Thanksgiving, when I was in the grocery business, we would have people work and uh, order pizzas, and that's what we would do: is decorate. Sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's that typically decorated. Pretty that pretty week. traditional, yeah. right? That, like right after Thanksgiving. What you said earlier for a long about time. sitting in the in the dark. I've caught my wife several times because we have everything on timers and we shut off the lights to go to bed, and she's gotten out of bed and gone and sat in the living room with just the decorations there and just sat mm-hmm. there for a while. That's awesome. On mm-hmm. uh, my daughter got married in, on December 11th, two years ago, and. That's my also my anniversary, and we had all these. We bought all these sparklers for her to them to run out, and 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 at the end, and she's like, "Mom, I don't want to do that." Last minute, and I said, "What do you want to do?" She said, "I just want to say goodbye to everybody." So they did. They stood at the door, and it, and the people left. They didn't leave, and so when after everybody was gone, it was just our family and my mother and father in law. We went into the living room, and the all the we had put all the wedding presents under the Christmas tree. And then I was going to transport them to their apartment while they were gone on their honeymoon. But they sat there. We just the Christmas tree lights, all the other lights in the house. We all sat in that room, and they opened their wedding gifts. And we just sat there and talked and talked and talked. And I finally looked at them, and I was like, it's your wedding night. Yeah. And I love you being here. But And I just think she didn't – it was just the most special moment of the whole day that we got to sit there and just – that is a unique. That's cool. Just, I really like that. Just, yeah, that's nice. Just reminisce on the day. Yeah. And talk about how the Lord stopped the torrential downpour of rain for one hour so they could get married outside because mm. everything was outside. Wow. And just just sitting there telling stories about when she was little and 
in in the grandparent. It was just I can't. It's probably now going to be my favorite Christmas memory. Yeah, just how precious it was, and they they just enjoyed opening their gifts, and it was it was awesome. It was one of the most beautiful things. But um, Izzy's such a cool cool person. She's a cool kid. She really is. She's already decorated for her brand new house. Oh, yeah. She got a new house this year. She's like, Mom, can I decorate early? I'm like, it's not my house, yeah. baby. You go on ahead. Well, my wife, <laughs> you do, you my wife went to Dream More last weekend, right? I did. I did. It was beautiful. You went where? To Dream More, uh, Dolly Parton's uh, hotel. And it's decorated to the nines. Wow. With Christmas. I've heard that the Ark is absolutely spectacular during Christmas. I really? want to go oh, so bad. I'm going to see it. I got a, about a year past the last time I was up that way, and we're going for Thanksgiving. So, wow, cool. On the way, I'm it'll be decorated. All right, stop up and take a look at it. Well, you'll be thankful that they decorated early, then, won't you? So you can see how nice it looks. Well, I go yeah. every month now with oh. work. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Did you did you happen to see where the lots came in for Christmas? Like, why do we why do we hang lots for Christmas? I mean, other than it symbolizes the light of the world, gotcha. but I think that's what Martin Luther was probably trying to was to bring light to the darkness. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. It was created by the electricity tycoons and <laughs> 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 the toy stores. <laughs> yeah, um, I wanted so since you mentioned um, Charles Schultz, you know, and that Peanuts, yeah. uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, uh, I don't I, know if you. Were I used you. to remember the um, Linus's speech. That's what I'm getting ready to read because I. Um, I remember being in like first and second grade uh, at a school in Winsboro, South Carolina, and we always did a um, a Christmas pageant. Uh oh, she got in her big cut, bro. <laughs> and, and I would have to. Um, I remember one year I had to recite that in front of all of the families and all that kind of stuff. Oh wow! So you know, part of that, and then for I can't do it now because I haven't paid that much attention to it. Sadly for me. But yeah, I, now I used you can to only see it if you have Apple. I could recite. So it. it's directly from the scripture, which is amazing. And you all, you always remember that Linus looks at Charlie Brown and says, "That's not what Christmas is all about, Charlie oh, Brown." Man. And he's got his little blanket, and he walks out into the center stage, and, and the spotlight the comes. And it's on the only him. time he drops his blanket yep. ever in the history of the show. Yep, and then he's talking about Jesus. Yeah, and he says, "And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field." keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger." And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Can I play it? By the way, you know. His? Yeah. Like from Charles Schultz? No. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I wish you could, but we can't because of Ah, copyright laws. By the way, did you know the (laughs) heavenly host was an army? I got yes. it for, I we got it we for think you. of it as pretty singing angels, but that would have been pretty stinking scary. No wonder the shepherds had to be told, do not be afraid. It was a dadgum army of angels up there in heaven saying, glory to God in the highest. Yeah. <laughs> on earth. <laughs> 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 they all have swords and are like, peace. And we're like, yeah, you're right. You're right. We were, yeah. So, but that's an awesome speech. It was well, it's thank a very you for good all speech. of that, uh, yeah, that research on that. That was yeah. fun. That was cool. I, like I have that. done that before with my kids and not the twigs and berries part, but <laughs> oh. we're talking the Hey-o. talking about some of the symbolisms and how they did start One out more. symbolizing some pagan stuff, but how just like Jesus can take mm-hmm. this person who wasn't a Christian, a pagan, and and make her his. Mm-hmm. We can, he can totally take these symbols and make them his and redeem them. Where did the children's laughter come from? <laughs> Is it Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so it's, so if you're listening to this and you, you think, oh, they're pagans and, and, you know, you, you tell, it's the heart with which it's done. Mm-hmm. Anything can be pagan. Oh, anything. Yeah. There's anything that's outside. The definition of paganism is anything that's outside the three major religions. <laughs> and you know what? And Whoa. What was I know. That? <laughs> that was called a – that's what I sound like when I snore, um, but I do it a lot longer. Need your CPAP? Life, it's mad and wakes me up. Yeah. So I have – 
this this might sound a little weird for me to say this, but for people that are like really into nature and like they appreciate nature and they want to think about nature, like just because they're thankful that they have, you know, the earth that we live on and that they have the sustenance that they need and, and they want to celebrate that. I don't look at them and say, oh, they're pagan. Like, I don't. I mean, have at it. Be happy about the things that you've been given and that that's you right. have. I see nothing wrong with that at all, you know? And squashing somebody's joy, that's definitely yeah, not Christian. I don't want to get into that. Like, that's not – I don't want to do but people, that. But I, I'm seeing it more and more mm-hmm. every Christmas. You know, you, you celebrate Christmas, well, that's so pagan, and, and they, they repost all this stuff. And I'm like, why do you want to suck the joy out of everything Puritan? Because they are – Joyless. They're joyless, yeah. yeah. Now, they're so super, uber, yeah. hyper-righteous religious. They're Aquinae. What's that? St. Thomas Aquinas. Oh, Remember yeah. how ascetic he was? Yes, <laughs> yes. My, I, I love the Grinch, like the Jim Carrey one. <laughs> I love oh, that yeah, one. That's, that's the best. A great movie. I love that movie. I don't know why it makes me cry. Like, There's this one part in the middle of the movie when he, when he breaks the glass and he starts eating it, <laughs> and he says... Am I eating because I'm bored? And he's completely alone. That, that part makes me cry. I'm like, I feel so like, bad for the dude, you know? So, uh, when he does the thing where he pulls the the tablecloth off the table, yes. and then he throws the table over, the stuff was supposed to come with the tablecloth. Yeah, but he did it perfectly. <laughs> so, so when he when it didn't, he pulled the tablecloth and the the silverware or glasses, whatever, stayed on the table. So he runs up and pushes the table over. It was the whole thing was supposed to come out with the tablecloth. That was not the plan. <laughs> that is really cool, though. That's funny. He, yeah, like, that's performed like a, the so, trick perfectly. Apparently, like, a really difficult movie, too. Like, he felt, like, massively claustrophobic and trapped by that by that outfit. And oh, the yeah. makeup is apparently, like, torture to him. But oh, he did yeah. a great yeah. job anyway. It took it's just seven amazing. hours to apply it Ugh, every Lord. day. That's and, so crazy. And they, they <clears throat> said it was so painful. It was really, really painful. And the contacts that they put in his eyes were really painful. And, like, he would start, like, starting to snap a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so Ron Howard would allow him to just go off in character. And they filmed it. And you can actually see some of those deleted scenes. They're hilarious, man. <laughs> but that one... One where he's acting like Ron Howard. Do you remember that where he puts on the he puts on the baseball oh, yeah, cap? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was not part of the script. That was one of those times, and he allowed it into the he film, which I thought that was really cool. <laughs> it's a great film. It, yeah. it is it's really a good, good film. And that was one of the the and young. It's based on a true story. <laughs> <laughs> and the young, somewhere in a snowflake. The young Grinch was that was that actor's one of his last movies. Really? Yes. He oh. was. He was he actually. Died, right? Yeah. So he was in soap operas. Prior to that, and that uh, was that what was he more. in Grown Ups too? No. Is he the same kid in Grown Ups? No. no. Okay. No, he wow. was actually an adult. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, that was. I forgot what soap opera he was in, but that was one of his last mm. movies. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody and for being go, here. There we go, sucking the joy out of everything. <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah, by the way, the guy died. So Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry freaking oh. Christmas. Yeah. Merry freaking Christmas. Oh, Rick. <laughs> No, I'm I do. Using it for now on. I Bring do, me some friggin' pudding. <laughs> I do hope that everybody has the most beautiful holiday yeah. and Merry Christmas. May and your Christmas New Year's. tree lights not be too bright for your tree. Yeah, that's, that's correct. It's the trick. You that need dim correct. Christmas tree lights so Lots that you can you see the stuff Christmas on the tree. Damn lights! Yeah. Damn yeah. lights! Yeah. Or the, dim. the payback. Damn Why are they blinking? <laughs> yeah. The <laughs> lights are blinking. Oh, you get those really bright LEDs. I mean, I love them. They're great, kind of. But we get the soft they're, white. They're so bright that you can't see the stuff on the tree. Yes. yes. Yeah. You gotta. You gotta have them dim lights, man. It's important. Yep. Well, the payback for the poor people back in the olden days with the candles was that they only had one or two candles, so most of their trees didn't burn, but the rich folks yeah, all them candles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, every one. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Good stuff. You did a great job. Thank you, Oh, thank well, you, thank you. Well, yes. thanks for letting me do it. I love Christmas. It's my it's my favorite holiday. I really mm. do. Hey, you re- represented us well. Well. Yeah. Represent. <laughs> Let's all go be pagans this yep. holiday. But not not until after we have turkeys. Let's not let's not pagan until we have turkeys, That's right, right, Ralph? There you go. Well, Andy, thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. Can't <laughs> <laughs> turn the lights out in here, or this thing buzzes. <laughs> Ralph, represent Holly. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. She's wearing her Christmas red sweater. Uh, yep, she is, isn't she? Yep. 
Rick, go kiss your wife under the friggin' mistletoe. I'm gonna have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Is holly jolly? Holly is very jolly. It is the best time of the year. It is. Billy, thanks for the caramel big cups. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Anytime. You're right. Yeah. They're better than the trees. Brought me right back yeah. to that poverty. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Speaking of a candy joke, what is uh, what is Santa's favorite candy? Oh, gosh, I don't know. Jolly Ranchers. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what, what about a Christmas? I kept thinking like reindeer balls, but it's not a candy. No, whoa. No, that's a, whoa. Whoa, whoa balls. Um, what's a Christmas tree's favorite candy? I don't know. Ornaments. Oh, nice. I'm done. I'm done. No more candy jokes for the year. I'm retired. <laughs> Luckily, this is our last podcast of the year. I, I thought he liked candy cane <laughs> as in cane. Yeah, this is our final night in the studio for us this year, and then we come back in January. So I'll miss you guys. It's gonna suck. We are going to have a Christmas thing, I hope. All right, Rick Carter. Circle K, represent. Happy birthday. Jesus. <laughs> Frosty. Frosty, that's right. <laughs> there you are, go. Are Christmas Way movie? to go. Christmas, Christmas movie quotes? <laughs> yep. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, oh, ho. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is a Christmas movie. Yeah. I think Absolutely. we talked about that last year. I watch it every year. Yeah. Yeah. I sure do. After Thanksgiving. Or I watch or it. Ralph will come after. <laughs> I'm trying to remember that Dennis Leary movie that happens around Christmas. The Ref. Oh, the Ref. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's great. Yeah, it's funny. Dennis Leary. It's the just best. Dennis Leary being Dennis Leary yep. in a movie. It's great, though. Oh, yeah. But it's at Christmas. Yeah. Yep. And it's at Christmas. Yeah. Well, thank you all so much for um, being here with me and yeah. talking about Christmas. And Yeah, that was awesome. So, Peace out. This is Sarita saying, see y'all next time on the Burrows of Berea. Every time you hear a bell, <laughs> an angel gets his wings, teacher says. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Hey, guys, this is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea. You'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys.